Down the left field line, into the corner. Oh, bang! Right off the pole for a left on left homer. And the Orioles take the lead right back. We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. That call right there, courtesy of Masson, that's a Ryan O'Hearn shot right there for the O's. What a weekend for the O's. Bet MGM tonight, it's Ryan Horvath, and it's Rob Brown, Trista and Nick with the week off. We got a lot to talk about tonight, man, but we got to start there, and uh, what a wild series. So it's story time now. So before the season began, we were talking with our guys, Sean Marash, Mraz, and I was telling them the Yankees are going to be a disaster this season. Uh, I didn't know how beat up they were going to be, but I didn't love the rotation, didn't love the bullpen coming into the season. They rely too much on Aaron Judge. It's baseball. Uh, But man, I was all about the Rays. They start the season a perfect 13-0, I believe. They were 20-3 at one point. They were 27-6. And And then all of a sudden, though, man, the O's kept creeping up, creeping up. And you had the Rays 27-6. and You had the O's 22-10. and The Rays' biggest lead in the division, I believe, six and a half games. But Baltimore, all season long, like a lot of people thought they were just this cute story. They were going to hang around and maybe fade away after the trade deadline or after the All-Star break, I should say. Uh, instead, what a series for the O's. Thursday night, they win that game 4-3 in 10 innings. Friday, uh, the Rays do shut them out 3 nothing. But then Saturday and Sunday, man, a 6-5 to win on Saturday, and then Sunday to close out that series, they win 5-3. to What are your thoughts right now to, about that division, about what we're seeing from the O's? Well, I've been saying all year the AL Beast is the best division, not just in baseball. It might be the best division we've ever seen, right? Like, even you're, – you're talking about teams that are being left behind, like the Yankees, who still would be leading any other division in the American League, and I think two of the three – over in the National League. You're talking about a Red Sox team that has found a little something lately. You're talking about Baltimore and Tampa that I I, I think is important. What I love about Baltimore is they're being Tampa better than Tampa's being Tampa right now. Yeah. Right? Like, they, they've, they've built a foundation. They built a farm system that works. They're developing incredible young talent. We talked about Adley Rushman last year. We talked about Sed Mullins this year. They're building talent from within – and then they're putting them on the field and just letting them play baseball. They're not over-managing. They're not asking too much. They're not pushing too hard, too fast. They're letting these guys kind of come into their own and develop as a team. That has been the MO of the Tampa Rays. It's worked. That's been the MO of the Atlanta Braves. It's worked. That's been the MO of the LA Dodgers. And it's worked. Baltimore has followed the method. Now, Cody Decker and I had this discussion, Ryan. Like, that's a system that you look and you go, okay, let's do that. It's real tricky to do that, right? There's a there's a host of problems that come along with that. It is, do you have the right guys in your minor league system to develop these guys? Do you have the right protocol that matches from team to team to team within your system so these guys aren't being thrown in different directions every time they get promoted up a level? Do you have guys that are working together and being promoted together so by the time they get to the show, they've already built all that chemistry? It's really easy to say on the outside and really, really tough to do. And the teams that are the best at doing it, L.A., Tampa, Atlanta, these are teams that are finding themselves at the top of the division. And I think Baltimore is doing it as good, if not better, than anybody else. So for them to go down to Tampa, take three or four, and do it playing Tampa's game in Tampa's house, man, I'm blown away by that. Both the rookies and just the overall progress of this team from two years ago when they were a 100-loss team to this year where they might threaten 100 wins in the best division in baseball. 
Yeah, man, and it's crazy. Like, does run differential mean anything to you? Because, like, again, like, you look at the start to the season. Also, this is what I've been talking about the show the last couple weeks. If you look at the remaining schedule, the Rays play the toughest schedule in all of baseball, whereas, like, Baltimore is, I think, 14th or 15th. I mean, but it's not going to get any easier for the Rays. And you look at the teams that they were beating up on early in the season, it was kind of a cupcake schedule. Again, they got they did get off to a 20-3 and three start, so that's pretty tough to do in baseball. But you look at, like, the season-long numbers, and they're still plus 144 in run differential. The uh, Orioles are just sitting there plus 48. You know, the Rays are still, we're still the favorites to win that division. I know, like, a lot of that is based off fan graphs. Pakota coming into the season even kind of saw Baltimore as, like, a 500 team. So right now, I guess what I'm asking you, is this just, like, a downspell for the Rays? Right now, I mean, you look in July, 4-14. and 14, You look at the splits, 203-301, 313 they hit in that series. Right now, like, everything is just a mess. Do you think that this is just, hey, it's 162 games, it's a long year? Do you think that, like, this is a free fall? Like, I don't even know if the Rays finish in second place in this division, man. No, it's not a free fall. You know? It's it's just where they are, right? Like right. we talked about earlier. It took them the better part of 42 games to lose 10. That's impressive. And then since then, it took them about 15 games to win 10 because for the last 63 games now, they have been at or below 500, right? It's it if a team goes out and they drop I don't know 10 of 17, 10 of 20, you can go, okay, that's a bad spell. This is a 60-game stretch where the Rays have been playing 500 ball. And, like, yeah, it's great when you go beat up the Royals and you run them down 14-2 and you add to the differential. Run differential means something, but I'd say it means more to some teams than others. Run differential for that run that the Braves went on uh, before the All-Star break to get to the top record of baseball, that's a run differential that registers because that's a team that was winning with the bats. It doesn't matter as much to me for Tampa because I don't care if you've got a plus 144 run differential if you're playing 500 baseball in a division that you cannot play 500 baseball and win. So, you know, you can mention the pin, and that's great. There's spot. Randy Rosarina for the first 40 games was America's favorite baseball player, courtesy of the greatest baseball event I can remember, the World Baseball Classic. We were all on board with the crossed arms and the mean mug. I absolutely loved it. We haven't talked about that guy in a month and a half. Wander Franco, a guy that was highlight baseball for the last two seasons in a row. We haven't talked about that guy in a month. We have basically talked about two starting pitchers for the Rays and nothing else. They've been a 500 ball club for two months now. They're not, forget winning the AL East. Yeah. You said second. I don't know if they climb in third because even Boston looks like they could trend up to climb and beat them now. That's what I, was, I mean, that's what I was going to say, Rob, is like, I'm not, I'm kind of like, I think that ticket's a dead ticket in the AL East. I'm worried, like, is Tampa even going to make the postseason? Because how many teams are we going to get in from the East? You look at the rest of the American League, and you just look at how these teams are trending right now. You just brought up Boston. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 games, I believe. Now they're six games above 500. I trust them more offensively, and it's Boston. So, like, that's a big market team, and you know that they don't accept a rebuild year, so they're going to be aggressive at the deadline if they need to be. And then, like... I'm there with Toronto. Now, Cody knows this, like the two teams that I'm in on every year. Well, the three teams. The Angels, who are finally dead to me. we got to talk about Otani later. Um, the Mariners, every single year, who we'll talk about, I'm sure, later. And then Toronto. But, like, I feel better about the Blue Jays. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. They're 10 games above 500. I like the lineup more. We'll see what they do, if anything, at the trade deadline, which is coming up next week. But, I mean, would you agree with that? I feel like they're both of those teams are trending better. But I would trust 
Toronto moving forward more than I would Tampa. Again, they play the toughest remaining schedule in all baseball, not just the American League. I would not only agree with you, my name is Rob Brown, and I approve of that message because the one thing we haven't gotten to is we're now sitting, what, we're sitting a week away from the trade deadline. Y'all, somebody, quick, let's play the BetMGM Tonight Home Edition. Name me the last last big trade deadline uh, splash that the Rays made. Ready? Go. Honestly. Yeah, you can't do it because they don't do that they're not a team that spends money and makes those kind of moves they take pride in we farm grow right we bring up our own guys and that's all well and good except for hey Ryan Horvath you think the Yankees are going to make a move during the tread deadline no well yeah 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 oh yeah I don't know if it's a move that's going to get them over the top I think they're going to make a move I think they're going to try to be as aggressive as they possibly can I think the cashman has to be Sure. I think the Red Sox will do the same. And while it hasn't necessarily been the way of the of the Blue Jays, I think the Blue Jays are going to look at what the Yankees and Sox do and go, well, if we want a shot at this division, and they are good enough to have one, they got to make one too. I am actually worried that you're going to see three, if not four of these teams, all of the sudden become mega buyers right up to the deadline. The Rays are going to be Tampa, and they're going to get left behind. Now, They'll still have that really good foundation to be consistent for a few years. But if you're being consistent and consistently being the bridesmaid and never the bride, what the hell's the point, right? Yeah. Do you worry that, like, and I don't know how, where you're at on this. I mean, now that I feel like my win total's dead, although they are still two games above 500, they're playing a little bit better. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10. Going over to the AL West really quick. Does it worry you a little bit now that the Angels are 6-4 and four in their last 10? They're winning, kind of, uh, that they're not going to move Otani? Because I don't think they're going to move Otani. I thought that there was a – I was like, okay, if he's chasing the home run record, and then, of course, I said this take, and then the next night the Yankees, he didn't see a pitch. They just intentionally walked him all four times. But I was like, if he's chasing even Judge's record from last year, why trade him? Because at least it's a good story. And when are the Angels going to have another good story? here the next decade, and I guess you could try to talk him into staying. I don't think there's any chance he stays. If he stays in Los Angeles, he's going to be a Dodger. I know that there's people that say he doesn't want to be on the East Coast, but I could see him being a Yankee, or maybe, who knows? I thought it was pandering at the time because the All-Star game was in Seattle, but maybe he does go and uh, he's a Mariner, but I don't think there's... I just... I don't think there's any chance they're going to move him at the deadline, man, and and that's my concern is that they've actually been winning some games here and there. Do you think that that's true, that they're going to keep him? So this is real interesting. Uh, I went ahead and I looked at the Angels' schedule, and I think there's two factors here that really come into play. Number one is Artie Moreno cares about money before he cares about the success of his baseball team. And, sorry Angels fans, you like pulled a uh, reverse Oakland. You guys kept buying tickets to watch Shohei play, which made the Angels profitable, doing absolutely nothing at all, and he is perfectly happy to do that. So... If Shohei Otani is chasing a home run record to the degree that we had Aaron Judge. Remember last year, we're watching college football and they're cutting into like SEC games to show us one Aaron Judge AB, which infuriated people down here in the South. But hey, it's baseball history. If Shohei's doing that, I saw Bob Nightingale estimated that Shohei Otani being on your team after the deadline, translates to like $17 million in straight ticket revenue, right? Between uh, sales and and jerseys and all that. So if Artie Moreno looks and he goes, I can pocket $17 million by having this guy on my team, does he value that more than what I think is a mega return on investment, right? Cody and I agree. 
Yeah, we have no idea what Shohei Otani gets you in return. We're you're getting talk a Cy Young caliber pitcher, and you're getting a home run batter, a home run lead contender. That could be a haul or $17 million, and the Angels have shown you what direction they go. And that being said, the schedule sucks from now yeah. until the deadline, so they can be competitive, and then it goes murderer's row after that. So watch them not trade them, and then go like 1-9 and nine in the next 10. We'll talk about that with Cody Decker next. Also, when we come back, I'm going to tell you how uh, you can hang out with me, Chelsea Messenger, and Michael Jenkins. Nats Park, BetMGM The Night continues.